happy holidays. It's your girl, Dr. Tommy, better known as I'm a boss. So those of you tuning in for the first time to the Wellness and Wahala podcast, I give you great wellness, public health tips, and also Wahala Nigeria. Pigeon English, Wahala means issues and problems. And today I have a special guest, Prince Dami in the house. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Y'all doing? <laughs> so he will be interviewing me on my 20 lessons and blessings that I have learned in 2020. This has been a big Wahala year with the pandemic and so much going on. So over to you, Prince Dami. So uh, I have uh, 10 questions for you. Uh, Let's start from the number one. So are you staying safe during this period? So I have learned a lot of lessons throughout this year, but you know, we're highlighting, you know, the, the, the top 10. So staying safe, of course, we're in a pandemic COVID-19 that has affected all of us all over the world. Um, it has put public health on the radar and shout out to all my great frontline workers, um, doing the thing behind the scenes to keep our people and our nation safe. So everybody needs to do their part. So we can do our part as individuals, as a community, as a society, but let's start off as an individual. Many people have not been wearing masks, have not been listening to the guidance and the protocols that are out there, social distancing, people still going to parties. I miss parties, especially, oh my damn parties, you know, you wear your ashe beads, Nigerian weddings, be the best. However, you know, like this is dirty December, I miss plenty of weddings, <laughs> but we still need to stay safe. That should be our number one priority, not just this year that we're in a pandemic, but all the time. So that is number one on my list. All right, all right, all right. So tell me, uh, are you staying informed? Are you looking at Facebook every day when you wake up, you ask Google, <laughs> who is the president of the uh, United States of America? So tell us, how do you stay informed? About, you know, the president hey. that passed, the uh, COVID-19. So this year has been Wahala. So, of course, when you look in the media, you look at, you know, the presidency because the presidential elections happened this year. And then there was seats up, you know, in, in Congress, voting for new senators, House of Reps, new judges in your states. Everything, like, has been on the front lines. However, there's been a lot of fake news. So when you're staying informed, you need to look at your sources. Make sure that they are valid sources. Um, for example, with this public health pandemic, you need to look at the top public health agencies out there that are on the task force that are leading these pandemics with subject matter experts. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are not scientists and they're giving you scientific advice, that should be a red flag. So you need to be a lot on where you're getting your information. Not that you can't listen to news, but there's just a lot of fake and, and, and misconceptions and just manipulation out there. So really studying and understanding the sources that you get your um, information is really about staying informed with the right sources and knowing your facts. All right. All right. So how about you? Uh, I mean, being prepared, like, you know, just tell us about... So number three lesson is preparation is key. So um, I, I love the quote that says, you know, if you if you fail to plan, you're, you're planning to fail. So basically, um, we need to prepare. This is not the first pandemic. This will not be, you know, the last 
Um, we've had epidemics. We've had like HIV, TB, which is the, the top infectious um, diseases and epidemics that we've been fighting for how many decades. We had the Ebola outbreak, Zika, H1N1. I mean, being in the field of public health, I can name so many in my lifetime. And there was even, you know, if we go back to the oldest book in the world, which I get my resources, which is Bibeli Mimo and the Bible, you know, they were plagues, they were sicknesses before. So you need to make sure that you prepare yourself. Prevention is key. Um, and going back to, you know, what I said before, staying informed, knowing your facts. Right. Okay. No, I'm, uh, now tell me, I know you're a religious person, right? So okay. I know the um, church, uh, you know, the, um, so I know you probably pray. I know you can go. Yes. To the city of Chicago. So number four on my list is prayer. Because, you know, when you have values. So my values is faith first, family, finances, you know, and then, of course, my community, my nation um, and, and the world. How can I, you know, use my time, talent and treasures to serve others? So prayer is key. Um, you know, I believe in um, seeking God first and everything and putting faith over fear. This year has put a lot of people in fear mode. Um, and we're only human, you know what I'm saying? So the first, you know, you, you hear about an unknown virus, things are getting out of hand, we're on lockdown, We, you know, our children can't go to school. It's, it's, it's very disturbing. However, there's nothing new under the storm. Like there's, <laughs> there's been worse things that has happened and you know, God forbid, it will not happen to us by God's grace, you know. So God that has protected us from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, because many people that we know, you know, close to us and even professionally and personally have been affected by this pandemic. So prayer is key. Um, I, I like somebody use the acronym, one of my apostles, I'm Apostle Coupe from South Africa, then Apostle Adeyemi Adeferansi, I have my pastor, Baesha, Jamaica, I have a lot of spiritual fathers, but one of the acronyms that came out was COVID, C, which is Christ, O, over, B, viruses, and I for infections and D for diseases. So Christ has the power. We don't have the power. Christ is the one that kept us safe this long. So for me, my secret sauce is prayer. Yes, so. All right. So self-care, you know, tell us more. So next on the list is the lesson of self-care. So of course, I'm a firstborn. I'm used to taking care of everybody else, especially um, being a doctor of public health just in my field. Like that's that's what we do. Um, and I have siblings and younger siblings. I have my daughter. You know, I have God daughters, God sons, and you know, extended family. When you come from, you know, a Nigerian American big family on both mom and dad's side. So. Um, it's really, really important to to keep your priorities for yourself in order. So just listening to, you know, even like some of my previous guests, you know, self-care is key um, to making sure that you even take care of others better. So when I'm better taken care of, I can give more, you know, of my time. Um, I, I can manage my time well. I can give more of my love appropriately to my family. But if I'm stressed out and anxiety, like what I'm, what is coming out of me is not that positive energy. You know what I'm saying? That right. everybody around me mm-hmm. needs, you know, whether it's professionally or personally. Mm-hmm. So self-care is extremely 
important and I lacked on that a lot you know so self-care including like exercises I'm trying to get back into the shape so even though you know can't go to the gym but uh I can exercise at home there's no excuse so yeah. yes yeah and so I've been too. using the afro fitness um I love the afro fitness yoga and dance um workouts on YouTube YouTube's have a lot of a free workout video so there's no excuse okay all right so uh public health i know we already talk you already like pinpoint and talk about that but can you tell us more so yes so public health i mean in the in the name that is pretty much the, the meaning so public health profession we work hard to keep um the public safe so to promote to protect and and um and prevent um, infectious and chronic diseases, both at home here in the U.S. and abroad globally. Um, so public health has always been passionate and important to me. Um, but every day, especially when I go to my daughter's career day, you know, um, and I'll tell them about the field of public health or play games like Solve the Outbreak app um, and Health IQ games. And, um, and I'll put the link in my bio for the, um, these cool games that you can play with your children and your family. But they, you know, they really didn't understand or I would say people didn't really value public health professionals because we're really behind the scene. You know, when you're thinking about, you know, epidemiologists, you know, a data analyst, a biostatistician, you know, public health advisors and analysts and um, liaisons and coordinators and stakeholder policy engagement officers. Like these are people, you know, we even have like the IT people, different people on our team, you know, um, that work behind the scenes to keep the public safe. So I think that this year, um, even though we're in, uh, you know, we've been tackling a really bad pandemic, it's really put a positive light for public health professionals that have been on the front lines and given a face, you know, to the people that have been on this task force um, working on different, you know, epidemics and public health mm -hmm. um, issues over the past um, decades, you know, even since the beginning of time, as I say in the Bible, you'll, <laughs> you'll see plagues and, and, and diseases. Very true. Yes. Very true. Being kind, kindness. So I know you personally. Nah, are you a kind person? Am I a kind person? <laughs> I can be kind. Most of the time I am, but I can't, you know, if you push your the buttons, you Please, see. I beg, don't push the button. <laughs> you go see Wahala, but mm. don't cross that line. But anyways, generally, I'm, you know, I'm a, a kind person, but I, I just say that, you know, you never know what somebody's going through and just go the extra mile to, you know, be nice to somebody, you know, say a positive thing, you know, give somebody a compliment when you see them. You never know what that person is going through. A lot of people have been through a lot of trauma. I, suicide rates has went up. You know, I have somebody that we just heard of in our family that committed suicide um, back in Nigeria um, that the news broke out. And even the way we found out, like on the blog, we were like, wow. So the it go the extra mile, be kind. People that you haven't reached out to in a long time, reach out to them. You know what I'm saying? Give them a phone call. You Give know. them a phone call, send them an email, DM them. If you're on social media, you see them on social media, slide in their DM. Hi, I'm just thinking about you. I want to wish you a happy holiday, sending you virtual hugs and love. Like every little bit counts. You know, it doesn't take money um, to, to, to be kind. Download Zoom. <laughs> Download Zoom, download any, you know, Microsoft team, whatever platform that you use, you know, Skype, like 
just try to reach out to people. Even WhatsApp has has video call and and reach out and you know or send a test. Be old school, you know. Um, write a letter, you know. Send a card out um, and just reach out to the people that are closest to you because people are really struggling, you know, suffering the silence um, in this period. So yeah. So now, uh, since you were to talk about, since we are in the you know uh, kindness, so how do you? Uh, when it comes to support, so you talk about, you know, uh, so uh, how do you support? What what are you using to, to support, support the most vulnerable? Yes. Uh-huh. So you should know more about that because didn't we have an outreach? <laughs> I right. have a foundation That's right. called Action Community Developers Foundation. And in the episode where I interviewed you, we went out in the Chicago area. I'm originally born and raised in Chicago, y'all. So visiting Mumsy and I linked up with you and I said, okay, let us go, you know, and you knew some homeless people, right? Mm-hmm. Under the bridge in Chinatown. And um, we were able to, to give out some care packs to them and also some prayer daily breads mm-hmm. um, to them. So I think it's very important. That was phase one. Then I even had a cousin that came in from Jamaica. Shout out to Dr. Umma. So this past weekend, she did another um, end of year we're charity. All mm-hmm. And you were the one um, that was able to take her there and lead out. So we should never forget the people that have been um, vulnerable this year. You know, um, You know, I know how it is to be without a job to struggle um to to go through a lot so just please everybody do what you can um to take care of those that are the most vulnerable in your community every little bit any little bit (laughs) matters you know what i'm saying you don't have to have millions and billions to make a difference hey money to your finances i know you are very good at this i know i know I yeah. can feel it. I know. So I have a confession. Hey. So, you know, I, <laughs> I went through a lot of Wahala. So from divorce to just a lot of Wahala. And my credit score dropped like to 500 or something. But now I am so happy. My credit score is up now to 710. Uh-uh. From five something. Do you understand? Mm. So, and I shout out to the budgetista. Um, she's a financial expert, um, Nigeria American chick. And, you know, she gives a lot of great tips about paying off, you know, your credit card debt and so many other things. Um, Lovey Ajayi, she had a free webinar with great financial experts uh, on the panel and and, um, the Bajanista was on there. And and I'll send links um, to these people. And, you know, some of them, they have, you know, paid master classes and everything, but I couldn't really afford it. I was really struggling, you know, um, (laughs) if you know my story and, you know, you'll know why, um, but going through a divorce, didn't have child support for, you know, like 12 years. <laughs> and just, it, it was, it was really a struggle, but I thank God, like things got better. Even my relationship with my ex, you know, he's paying child support now, thank God, you know, so it's, it's all about, you know, communication and, and getting your finances on track, 
or personally and the ones that you know that people owe you like child support that's something that is 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 not an option like if you got a child people should take care of their children so um i'm happy that i was able to rectify that i don't really like to get into details of my personal stuff but i believe that my personal pain um can and, and test can be a testimony to help others and motivate others that you can't go from a horrible really bad like i'm telling you i did this in one year you guys I was able to pay off, you know, the majority of my credit. I only, I only keep one credit card, an emergency credit card, and it has a good rate. Like all the other ones I paid off and, you know, and I did so many other things that the Budgetista gives tips on. So definitely reach out to her page for more tips. But your finances have to be in order. All right. And I pay my tithes. So let me explain that. Like before you even touch your money, even when I was on unemployment, I paid my tithes on unemployment, y'all. I still give to the vulnerable while I was on unemployment. So that is that's God. And giving to God is even giving more back to yourself. Cause there's no way that you could pay your tithes and offering and Oluwano <laughs> go bless you. Okay? Mm, that's right. Yes. That's right. Investment. So um tell us. Tell us that we want to know. So this year, also another tip, another financial advisor. My sister even put me on to, to her blog and she told me about the Robinhood app. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Robinhood like investment stock app and you can invite you can invest and buy stock and Bitcoin. Like I never had those type of diverse investments, um, diverse investments in, in natural minerals. So I you know, started investing and diversifying my investments. Um, later, I want to expand into real estate, you know, owning different property, both here and um, abroad. So that's my dream. But, you know, one step at a time. So um, investments is key. I want to have something so I can be able to leave um, a great amount of wealth for my children and my children's children, at least to the third generation. I don't want them to suffer like I did. But what I most importantly want to leave behind is my faith. And in everything, you need to seek God because, you know, you come into this world, you don't have anything when you leave. You don't go, you leave with anything. So what? You, you go carry your money. Uh, you can't carry your money. <laughs> you can't carry your money anywhere. My mansion is already in heaven. So <laughs> that's why they say we're ambassadors for Christ. So we are just temporary you know, people here. So it's really how we use our money and invest that money. So many, most of the time you working, it's not for you. It's for your next generation um, to lay out, to lay out a legacy. All right. Okay. So now again, um, I worked 40 under 40. Tell yes. me, tell us, tell me, like, tell, I want you to, I'm very, very curious. So, so that was, we just went over the, the top 10 lessons of, 2020 um out on my 20 list so i did i split it up i said the top 10 lessons and now we're going into the top 10 blessings number one the 40 under 40 award i was given by emory university alumni um, association so i got my master's in public health and emory and they pick 40 top distinguished alumni um to get this award so this year i was awarded um, the 40 under 40 award. So I'm very I'm happy about that from the work that I have been doing in the field of public health, working in Africa, Caribbean, and the American region. So, all right. Yes, uh, family, I know for a few things I don't know about you, you are family 
Are you a family person? And I know how much you care about your family. Yes, sir. So family is first. Family is everything. Um, I think that in this pandemic, because everybody was busy, you know, had to go to work, you're stuck in traffic. But now um, it has put us in situations where we have to spend more time at home, at least with our immediate family. And even with those that don't live near, you know, we make scheduled time um, every day to check in um, on video call, on WhatsApp call, um, to make sure that our, our family is okay. You know, we have movie time, we have more um, um, play dates. Um, games together since you know you're you're here it's the old-fashioned way you know what i'm saying like bible studies together um and and you just do things to create great memories um so even though we're on lockdown most of this year um i've built a lot of great memories um me and my daughter we were able for my birthday this year to go to atlanta botanical garden Mm-hmm. They have a wonderful display there. I've never been there before, and we've been living in Atlanta for how many years? And it, we, we've just done so many things um, together. We went to Puerto Rico for the first time. You know, so just creating great memories um, with your family is key because, you know, with all the wahala that's going on, we need to stay focused on what really matters. All right. Constant learning. Constant learning. So, yes, everybody knows, you know, I have a doctorate in public health, but even if I didn't finish my doctorate last year, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, and I think my my class was like the last big commencement, like graduating class, because everybody after that, because of the lockdown, they haven't been able to have um, a big commencement, which has been quite sad. I had to do everything virtual. But um, even that, it, it doesn't stop me from learning, you know, so even learning professionally. So I continue to take trainings online, webinars, um, Yali, Young African Leadership Initiative, Coursera. There's so many different um, tools and, and, and platforms that you can take um, online courses, even get certified and get certificates for them. Um, so education is key. So even if it's training for my professional career that's in the field of public health or training just to learn about if I want to start, you know, a business or help my daughter, you know, she started her online business, Press for La La Nails, because the saloon, you know, the nail salon was closed. So she said, OK, mom, I want to, you know, learn. And she started teaching herself, learning through YouTube videos and taking online trainings and tutorials on how to make press on nails. And people can still, you know, have fashionable nails at a, a very affordable rate and um, just learning like marketing skills and, and other things like, you know, how to how to start an online business um, with my daughter, how she can register her, her company. So all of those things um, is important. I, I always say that we're lifelong learners. We're always going to learn if you want to grow in life and if you want to make an impact, you're going to continue to learn. What wonderful 12 years old and already making money young we have a young yes, so. billionaire in the family in the making <laughs> cool okay so now um i know you had a bad accident um so can you tell i know yes. about it but can you please tell us so we can also learn and know what exactly what happened yeah so earlier this year um and um i think it was early march um it, right before my daughter's birthday so i'm on the way to school to take my daughter to school and we're at the light and somebody hits us from behind 
So it, it just shows you that in, in Atlanta, people don't know how to drive. <laughs> but that's number one. So you could be the best of driver. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much parked at the light and somebody slams um, from behind. And then um, just even a couple of days ago, you know, I was driving on the highway and a car was just speeding and just over to from like the right and was in my blind spot. So I didn't even see it. And it just just pretty much flew in front of me, hit the pave. You know, the pavement, um, the side pavement of the highway smashed and the impact was so impactful. The car now bounced back, like the bumper, everything, glass flying everywhere. So, of course, I'm like breaking the cars behind me breaking. But I just said, Jesus, like, you know, I I, I really didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> and it, I can really just say, like, God is real. You know, if you don't know God is real, that that's two accidents that. God really delivered, you know, the first one I was in the car, my daughter, both of us, you know, walked away, minor injuries. This one, I mean, I was, I, didn't, I was untouched the second one and in, in my car, thank, thank God. God. But um, the other car was totally like, I'm even praying that that person made it. It was really, really bad. All right. Okay. Um, I really uh, thank God for that. Um, now I'm so excited about this. Yes, sir. Rice. <laughs> Tell me about rice. Our puppy rice. So, of course, my daughter, she's um, an only child, and this pandemic has really affected her. That's rice um, in the background, if you hear him barking and talking. But um, she, you know, started doing her research on her own, you know, the Atlanta um, Rescue Adoption Agency. And she said, Mom, I want us to adopt this puppy. And we adopted him. And then um, we went to go visit my mom in Chicago. And I remember my daughter and I, we ordered Uber Eats. And then the guy that was mowing my mom's grass in the backyard, the dog, the puppy was out there playing. And he left the, the gate open when he left and my puppy got out. Thank God we had the ring camera and my neighbors were able to say that, oh, the Uber East driver that dropped the food for us was the one that took the dog. But Uber has like poor customer support. Like if you call them, nobody answers the phone. So, you know, we put it on social media. We try to contact Uber. We weren't getting any lead. So we contacted um, the channel um, Chicago, I think ABC News and NBC News, and they were very helpful. They were able to call Uber's headquarters, and within 48 hours, we got our dog back. So, like two weeks of suffering <laughs> without him, but he is a joy. You, you know, you take care of him when we travel, um, and his second home is like with you. So he's just a joy. He's very hyper, so he's only about eight months. He's mixed with like five different breeds. <laughs> So I, I'm still trying to learn. Different how to, type of jello I didn't grow up with his name is Rice because he's white like rice, but I call him Jollof Rice, like the Nigerian Jollof, because Jollof Rice is spicy. He's very spicy. This hyper. one is a mix of Ghana Jollof, Nigerian Jollof, everything. Kenya Jollof, Senegal Jollof. He's like mixed with everything. So, but he's very loving. But he just like I'm telling you, he's hyper. Like on a scale of one to ten, he like a hundred. <laughs> but I love him. Like he's part of our family. I got mad love for him. Like those two weeks that he was gone, like we had sleepless nights, fasting and praying. My my church, Mountain, shout out to Mountain Woods Church, Pastor Manny, Pastor Nicole. Everybody was praying. <laughs> the power of prayer, as I said before. So thank God he's back. All right. Now, so that was a big miracle. <laughs> oh, yeah, because my rice, you know. Okay, now, um, friends, friendship. 
great friends, um, having great friends, especially friends like you, friends that keep it real, you know, even when I did give them wahala, I know I give you wahala, I give a lot of people wahala, um, but I have great friends and, and, um, great people that hold me accountable. Shout out to, you know, a lot of friends that I've made at different posts that I've worked, like in Jamaica, I have a group of girlfriends, you know, I call them my self-love crew and queens. Um, and you know, and they're my big sisters, you know what I'm saying? And little sisters. So it's good to also have mentors. Um, but it's also good to, to also mentor like the younger folks have mentees also. So, yeah, I think we all need it in our life. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. All right. Values. Values. So I think that, like I said before, keeping your values um, in check and in alignment. So I say faith first, family, finance, you know, and then everything else. Um, and having it in line, everything is in line with my faith. So um, why has God created me for such a time as this? What can I do with, once again, as I mentioned before, my time, my talent, my treasure to be a blessing and to help my family, to help my community, to help my nation, to help this world, to be a better place than where I, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) received it. So when um, I turn back, you know, in time and lived a a very long life by God's grace, (laughs) you know, God can tell me, well done, good and faithful servant that I've served well. So, yeah. Alrighty. Okay, now this is very um, interesting. Know your boundaries. So, yes. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Do you know your boundaries, first of all? I do. So, I think that. Know your boundaries very well. (laughs) Because I don't like Wahala, you know, they always see me smiling. Don't be Miss Smiley. You know, I got some cute dimples. So, anyway, it's anyway, I'm feeling myself. You know, it's good to feel yourself. It's good to, you know, empower yourself, ginger yourself. Nobody is going to ginger you and empower you more than you. You know, look in the mirror, say you're beautiful, dress up, even if you ain't got nowhere to go. Sometimes, you know, I'm just tired of being in the house and I know I got a, I got a Zoom, you know, conference call. I'm a dress up maker. They looking at me like, is this girl coming going to a party? I just want to ginger myself and look good. Do you understand? Because, you know, it makes me feel good. So um, to have boundaries, I think, in relationships, I think that um, I formed a lot of bad relationships in the past. And it was really, you know, a lesson to me, you know, because I, I figure in life you go through things. I don't call it a mistake. It's a mistake if you didn't learn the lesson out of what happened, That's you know. Right. So I didn't put certain boundaries in place. So certain people took advantage. You know what I'm saying? So you need to put boundaries in place. Um, professionally and personally. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with everything you just said. Yes, sir. Honestly. Now, we are the uh, last one. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Hey, Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. She got single. And it was, I can't, I don't have a good voice, y'all. <laughs> That's the song that, you know what I'm saying, I grew up with that, you know, my mom always used to say. And I say, you know, there's power and praise and worship. I call it war, war, worship because when you praise, when you, you know, there's some times that I'm just so down. And this year is, <laughs> it, there's been a lot of roller coaster traumatic moments. But when you sit down and count, and I just highlighted, 
you know, the top 20 blessings and lessons, but there's so many more, you know, so just sit down, write it down. Thank God for the blessings and just being alive today. Now the biggest, <laughs> do you understand that beginning of this year is not that we're better than any of these people that passed away. Oh, it's only by God's grace. Wallahi. No wahala has come near us and has come near our family. Thank God. And, you know, and my prayer is that we will continue to experience no wahala um, to the final completion of this year. And then as we move into the new grand calendar of 2021, 2021. Yes, sir. that God will continue to provide all of our needs, that God will protect us and that God will prosper us and order our steps. Um, but once again, prayer is, is, you know, I told you one of my top ones on the list. Uh, guys, Dr. Tommy, don't turn to evangelist. Hey, hey Dr. Tommy. I just told you faith without walks is dead. So this year has been fearful. We Dr. have to just Pastor slam it Tommy. with your faith. Now me, now my secret sauce is not like, do you understand? Oluwa, Jehovah, Adonai. Yahweh, Baba God, now my secret sauce. I, I, I be nobody and I will be nowhere where I'm at today. All my success, everything that I have is all because of Oluwa. Oluwa and Yoruba is Baba God. Or you can say Jehovah. Or you can say Adonai. Yahweh. Mm, that I am, that I am. Not him. Pastor. No. Doc, pa, okay, Pastor first, I'll be right. Dr. Tommy first. Doctor, Pastor, Evangelizer, everything. Ah, don't, hey. Uh, it's God. only if God ordained me with that mantle. Ah, I'm just a firstborn. Yeah, 2021 is coming now. I mean, you have to. I'm a firstborn. Uh, Joseph, Esther, mantle. I'm a servant of God. Just say that one. That one is the best. Good and faithful servant. All those other titles, it don't matter. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all. I wish you all with no wahala. And I'll leave you with the African proverb or quote. You know, it's one of my favorite ones that I've told you before, but I just want to iterate it again as we're going into the new year. It's from President Nelson Mandela, the Nobel Peace Prize winner that says, It always seems impossible until it's done. So in this year, that was not ordinary at all. God still did extraordinary things. Um, and you still, in your little way, in your community, can make a difference. So thank you and bless up. And I wish you no wahala. All right, all right, my people. So see you next. Yes, so.